And we're going to continue our series on peace this morning. And I, I just want you to know that God wants you to have peace. You know, peace is one of the most sought-after things in this world, and yet a lot of the time it just eludes people. For most people, peace just kind of comes and goes with the circumstances and the activity of life. You know, one minute they got peace, and then a few minutes later something happens and their peace is gone. But stress and anxiety just seems to be a way of life for most people in our culture. And I, I think for some people, well, it's... It's obvious. It just becomes debilitating. It becomes something in their life that is even oppressive. You know, I really believe that Satan, the forces of darkness, can use anxiety as something that can so oppress you that it can just destroy your life. But we need the peace of God. You see, wherever we're at on this, you know, some of us, you know, we just kind of making it through. And some of us, it's extreme. And I just want to encourage you this morning that the Lord wants you to have peace. Jesus said, my peace I give to you. And that tells me, number one, that it's available. If he's giving it to us, it's available to us. And number two, that this is what he wants for us. Isn't that good that God wants us to be able to have peace? See, that's, that's good news, that he wants to give us peace. So why don't we have it? Well, you know what? Stuff happens and things go wrong and other people do stupid things and we do stupid things, right? Yeah, that's how we lose our peace sometimes. We got decisions to make and we're stressed out about it. There are deadlines to meet. There's conflicts that arise. There's unexpected challenges. And sometimes it just seems like the world we live in is out of control all kinds of ways you can lose your peace. So we can stress over all kinds of things. You know, your, your schoolwork or your work or have, not having work. I mean, you can stress over car problems and just the, the list is endless of things that could cause us stress. Now, last week, you know, I talked about this, how that a lot of times we just kind of have escapes. You know, we, a lot of our electronic devices and things, they, we use those things to escape and they don't really do anything about the stress. It just gives us a few minutes that we're sidetracked from it. And, you know, here's some others I didn't talk about last week, but some people, uh, they like to go shop when they're stressed. They call it retail therapy. And it can be more expensive than regular therapy. Mm -hmm. And now, guys, you know, we get a little critical of that, but, you know, a lot of the guys just like to go hunt, you like to go fish, like to spend a day out on the golf course where you're only... Stress is how many balls did you lose that day? You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to own that. Okay. <laughs> but you see, we all have little ways that we like to deal with stress, and, and yet it doesn't really deal with it. It just kind of puts it on hold for a few minutes. You know, some people like to eat when they're stressed. Don't judge me. Some like to work out when they're stressed. I used to do that one. Now I do, anyway. And some just want to take a nap. That sounds really good. Anybody else like a Sunday afternoon nap? And you know what, here's the, here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with those things, but those things won't really resolve the stress. They just give us a few minutes of an escape. When what Jesus wants is for us to have real peace right in the midst 
of real life. So we're not talking about something like, you know, well, that's for special people or that's for, you know, maybe if everything in my life just all got worked out. No, it, this is real peace that is available to us right in the midst of real life. All of us have to deal with anxiety. None of us are immune to stress. Listen, just because we're a believer doesn't mean that we're immune. There's no spiritual vaccination. You know, I, I got my peace vaccination and, and I'm never going to stress again. No, it doesn't work like that. But the Lord has made a way for us to have victory over stress and anxiety in our life. And I want to say it again. He doesn't want you to be anxious. He doesn't want you to worry. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 6, He says three times, do not worry. We're not supposed to be worrying. We're not supposed to be anxious and stressed. And you know, the world around us, they need to see that our faith and our God is real and that there's something different about our life. And you know what? A lot of the time, that doesn't show up when everything's going great. It shows the most when there's all kinds of reasons to not have peace, and yet you have peace. And I want to tell you, they're looking for something that's real like that. And you know what? They need to see it in us. But not just so that others can see it. I want you to know this word is for you this morning, that you can have peace. The Lord wants you to have that peace. Last week's message was the source of peace, and Jesus, or about the source of peace, Jesus. Jesus really is the only source. He's the Prince of Peace. That's where you go to get peace. But I want to go back to where we ended last week, 1 Peter 5, 7, casting all your care upon Him, for He cares for you. And I, first I just want to focus on that last phrase. He cares for you. The God of the universe, the one who has all power, He cares for you. You're worth more than sparrows, Jesus says. I'm telling you, he, he knows you. He knows what's going on in your life, and He cares for you. You can trust Him. You can cast those burdens over on Him because He cares for you. You don't have to be full of care because He cares for you. He's taking care of you. So, how do we cast those cares over on the Lord. Exactly how do we do that? You turn them over to Him in prayer. See, Jesus gives us peace, but you can't maintain peace in your life without prayer. This is another one of those things where we just want fast and easy, instant, instant peace, instant Christianity. And it doesn't work like that. Yes, He gives us peace, but you're not going to keep that peace if you don't pray, if you don't talk to the Lord, if you don't continue to turn those burdens over to the Lord. The things that trouble us, make us anxious, we turn those over to Him. So if there's stress in your life this morning, I will tell you there's only one way you need to pray it away. There are always going to be things that are beyond our control, like traffic and teenagers. <laughs> Sorry, young people. Two mothers are talking about their teenage daughters, and the first mother says, 
You know, my daughter won't tell me anything. I'm so stressed. I'm, I'm just a nervous wreck. And the second mother says, yeah, well, my daughter tells me everything, and I'm so stressed. I'm just a nervous wreck. <laughs> Honestly, <clears throat> my teenagers never really gave me much trouble. I didn't stress over much. And, um, but, you know, once they grow up and they become adults, then um, they become one of those uncontrollables of life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, when they're teenagers, you, you have a little bit of control. You know, I, hey, I know where you sleep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but when they're grown children, you, you just got to pray more because, you know, you, you, yeah. And so I, I understand that, but I just want to say this, whether it's teenagers or young adult children or it's a friend or family, whoever it might be, you see, we need to turn that burden over to the Lord. We need to pray. All those uncontrollables of life, we need to turn them over to the Lord. Cast that care on the Lord. You know, I think a lot of believers just kind of get used to stress in their life and, and don't really know how to completely relax. In fact, some of you here in the room right now, I'm talking to you, 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 you don't even realize how you've allowed stress and anxiety in your life. You keep it at a, at a, at a manageable level and you're not really dealing with it. And you know, it's kind of like the old guy, he, he had never flown on an airplane before. And so when he finally had his first flight, well, when it was over, his friends asked him, they, they said, well, so how was it? He said, well, it was all right, but I never really put my weight down. I can just see this old guy all tensed up in this seat. And that's the way a lot of people are living life, just kind of tensed up. I want you to know that when the Lord is in control, when you cast your burdens over on the Lord, you can relax. I mean, you can relax all the way down into the seat and just let it go. That's where we need to be every day. As a child of God, we're not supposed to be operating, living our life with stress and anxiety and worrying about stuff. And for some of us, that's especially hard because we think as a responsible adult that we've got to bear this load. Listen, your, your responsibility is to obey God and to do what you're supposed to do. I'm not talking about shirking responsibility. I'm talking about shirking all of that stress and anxiety that you turn it over to God. You let Him take care of that. It's not something that we're supposed to bear. And He offers us his peace if we pray. See, we get to pick. It's free will. You get to choose. It's cares or prayers. You pick. Philippians 4, 6, and 7, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. You see, there is a peace that's available. The peace of God. It passes understanding. It's unexplainable. What amazing peace is available to us. But he starts with this, be anxious for nothing. Nothing. You know, there's sometimes when the Bible is just very clear, it's very emphatic. I mean, it just, it's be anxious for nothing, not any reason. Oh, but you don't understand. This is really big. Nothing. 
What are you worried about? What are you stressed about? It's time to pray about it. Let your request be made known to God. He already knows. Jesus says our Father knows what we have need of before we ask. See, some people get so deceived, they think they don't need to ask. Well, He knows. No, Jesus says, before we ask. We're still supposed to ask. He said, ask, and you'll receive. We're supposed to ask. But He knows what we need, and yet... We have to come to Him with those needs. We have to come to Him in prayer. And you see, when we're stressed, when we're anxious about something, there's just no other way. We've got to go to the Lord in prayer about it. We've got to make our requests known to Him. If we don't do that, we end up living with stress and anxiety instead of peace. And stress, it'll keep you from being your best as a parent, as a student in the workplace, and especially in the Lord's work. Sometimes we think that we're so busy we don't really have time to pray. You know, in, in fact, some people having to pray almost becomes another stress in their life. Well, I need to pray. I got to get. I want to tell you something. If we really understand these verses, then there would never be a time that we wouldn't make time for prayer. I mean, if we have to let other things go, we're not going to miss this because this is so important in our life that we have the peace of God. I want to tell you that if these promises, if these verses are true, it's amazing. And I also want to tell you that they are true. You need to know this is available to you. The peace of God is available to us if we'll pray. You know, when we're really going through something big, sometimes it can just seem like it's just too much. It's just overwhelming. And I've had a few times in my life where it seemed like I was under an attack from the enemy on all fronts. I mean, it was just like everything and, and big things and just way too much. But I know this, that nothing is too big for God. And that even even when it looks terrible, even when everything is going wrong, there's a peace that's available to us. You know, it's interesting to me that the person that the Lord used to write about the peace of God that passes understanding, it comes when we pray. That same person, the Apostle Paul, he also wrote this in 2 Corinthians eleven twenty four through 28. He says, five times I received from the Jews the 40 lashes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. Wow, I wouldn't want to be on a boat with this guy. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. Can you imagine a night and a day treading water? I don't know. I've been constantly on the move. I've been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my own countrymen, in danger from the Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and in danger from false brothers. I've labored and toiled and have often gone without sleep. I've known hunger and thirst and have often gone without food. I've been cold and naked, and beside everything else, I face daily the pressure of my concern for all the churches. I think if it works for this guy, it can work for us. 
But there's a peace that passes understanding. And right in the midst of real life, we can have real peace. You know, I can really understand his burden. He says, for all the churches in the New King James, he says, my deep concern for all the churches. Do you have concern for somebody? Sometimes there's not anything you can do but pray. But here's the thing. No matter what you can do, praying is the way to start. Praying is the best thing that you can do. Unless whether it's a child or another family member or a friend at work or a neighbor across the street that you're concerned about, pray for them. You know, Paul mentions here his daily concern. And I want to make the point to you that, you see, this is something that we've got to do daily. We don't just pray one time. You know, you pray one time and sometimes the next day you're stressed again. Well, you need to pray again. you got a daily concern. You're daily, you're, you're concerned about this, then pray about it daily. See, I think a lot of us, we just live with a prayer deficit. And consequently, we live with a peace deficit. But we got plenty of stress. We got to get this turned around. We got to learn to go to the Lord in prayer and take those, those burdens to Him and cast them over on Him. We can have the peace of God. In James 5.13, the NIV says this, Is any of you in trouble? He should pray. Are you in trouble? You should pray. Are you in trouble? You should pray. You got trouble? You need to pray. Now, what we like to do a lot of the times when we got trouble and we're going through a hard place, well, we like to talk to other people about it. We want to tell somebody. Things aren't going well. We get all stressed out. and Sometimes we get all wound up and we want to tell somebody. In fact, I, I got to... Frequently, I have to apologize to my wife for dumping on her. I want to tell you, instead of dumping on somebody, turn it over to the Lord. But you know, a lot of the time when we talk to other people, it, it just we're telling them everything that's wrong. It just sounds like complaining. And if you talk to the Lord that way, sometimes it also sounds like complaining. But we need to go to the Lord with thanksgiving, that we're trusting Him. We're going to the Lord in faith. We're not just, you know, we're not just dumping, but we're, we're trusting Him. We're believing Him. We're looking to Him for the answers. But if anybody's in trouble, you should pray. Now, sometimes people, you know, people will say they, they want to pray, and, and let, me just, let me just throw this out here. Listen, it's really important that you don't, mis, or you don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you shouldn't talk to somebody else and have them pray with you. That's a great thing. We need brothers and sisters that we can pray together with. We're supposed to pray for one another. But don't turn that into a way to complain. You know, Let's complain for 30 minutes and we'll pray for 30 seconds. How about we just flip that around? Let's talk about the issue for 30 seconds and then let's spend some time in prayer. We'll start having peace. Amen. Start getting victory. 
Amen. See God move a whole lot more. I'm saying amen because I'm not hearing you. Amen. amen. There we go. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord. But life happens, and I want to tell you, you can't maintain peace without prayer. It has to be a daily thing. Sometimes it needs to be an hourly thing. Sometimes we need to do what the Bible says, that we pray without ceasing. Amen. We're just praying and praying and praying. You want to live with peace? You want to live with real joy, real victory in your life? We need to pray. And I'm not talking about some old drudgery thing. I'm not talking about some religious duty. I'm talking about something that's real and freeing. I'm talking about your relationship with God. I mean, what if you were just walking through life with God? What if He was there with you all the time? What if this stuff that we sing about was true? Amen. That He's faithful. I'm just telling you, so much of the time we allow too much stress and anxiety. We're supposed to be free from all that. That peace really is available to us. But it doesn't happen without prayer. I I think the Lord wants us to be carefree like children. We're His children. Now, I mean like children in the sense of that we're not worried, we're not stressed, we're not carrying some heavy load. I'm not talking about being like children and not bearing responsibility, but I'm talking about being like children, that we are carefree because we've turned our cares over to the Lord. I admit that sometimes, you know, I I deal with the really big things better, you know, when it's like totally beyond my ability and there's nothing that I can do, and I know that God is the only answer. It's impossible without God. I I do better with those kinds of battles sometimes because I I realize, but sometimes I allow the daily stress of life, the little things, to get to me. It just, you know, it just kind of flies under the radar sometimes and I don't even realize how much I'm allowing things to get to me. And I get all wound up. I get all frustrated and just get real anxious, you know. And I, I don't like to admit that that's what it is, but that's really what it is. And I just want you to know that's not the way God wants us to live. One of the things I get really stressed about is uh, when I don't know what to do. I mean, when you have to make decisions, whether it's personal decisions or for me, you know, a lot of the time it's decisions about the church. This was one of the big battles during the year of COVID was just praying for wisdom and asking God for daily for wisdom to be able to make the right choices. And you know what? A lot of us, when we we have to make big decisions, it can be real stressful. But here's the thing. If we'll go to the Lord in prayer, we can have absolute confidence that He will order our steps, that He'll help us through that time. You see, whatever it is, if we'll pray, there's a peace that's available to us. Whether it's a big thing that's going on in your life or it's just the daily stresses of life, I want you to know He wants you to have peace. You know, one time we had a place with an electronic gate and uh, you know how stuff like that goes. You, it breaks down once in a while and I would work on it and not fix it, and it was never a big deal until one day it quit working, and I 
I tried what I knew and tried, you know, and nothing, nothing seemed to work. And I had a choice. And I'm telling you about this because one of the times that I chose right. There are lots of times that I didn't. But I had a choice that I could either stress or I could trust God. And I prayed about it. And then I went back and I I worked on this gate and I ended up having to take everything apart. I took the whole entire motor. You know, I'm way in over my head, but I'm too frugal. I started to say tight, but that's that's ugly. I'm frugal. I'm too frugal to pay somebody. So I take the whole entire thing apart. I put it all back together. Couldn't find anything wrong. Still doesn't work. I took it all apart again, put it all back together again, and it worked. Now, I could tell you that I did nothing, but that wouldn't be true because I did do something. I prayed. But here's the bigger truth that we need to understand is that we can have peace even when the gate still doesn't work because we prayed. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You see, this is the key, that we pray and get rid of the stress, the anxiety. We turn it over to the Lord. I mean, Lord, if you want me to hire somebody to fix this, it's not a problem to me. We just need to pray about it and turn it over to God and allow the Lord to speak to us and tell us what we need to do. But we don't have to stress. You know, my wife had uh, knee surgery this week, and... Uh, um, you know, a few weeks back, she was dealing with a lot of pain and everything. And, you know, sometimes God can just do a miraculous healing, an instant healing, and it's over. Or, or just, you know, it just takes a few weeks and, you, you know, you get better and those kinds of things happen. But she really believed that the Lord told her that she was supposed to go ahead and have this knee surgery. And she just had a total peace about it. I mean, going in, you know, to the to the place to have surgery and everything. She's just smiling. She is totally happy. She is totally at peace. She's not stressed over one little thing. Because she had prayed, and she had that peace of God. I'm just telling you, it's available to us, and we need to know that. You know, the Scripture says, don't be anxious, but pray. And that ought to be a really easy choice. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. Prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. You make your request known. Prayer is simply asking. Jesus said, ask and you'll receive. But you got to ask. Supplication is a word we don't really use much in our culture, but... That word supplication means an earnest cry of the heart. In other words, it's not like, well, no big deal. No, it is that you are really crying out to God, that you really need God's help. It's not a casual thing, but it's something that's heartfelt. But you need to know this, that when when you're really going through something, it's not hard to have a heartfelt request to the Lord. But when we pray and we have that supplication and we present our request to the Lord, we should always do that with thanksgiving. It should always include thanksgiving 
Because when we pray with thanksgiving, it is an expression of our faith that God is taking care of this situation. Pray with thanksgiving. Let me tell you, it's a good idea anytime you go to prayer that you spend some time just thanking the Lord for all of His blessings, His daily blessings and things that He's done for you, things He's done in the past that you, you just thank the Lord because it just helps you to realize that, hey, this that I'm bringing to God today is not too much for Him. And then when you pray and you believe, you thank God for taking care of it. It's an important part of our prayer. You see, that instead of complaining to God, we're presenting our needs to God and we're thanking Him for taking care of it. Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty four, Therefore I say to you, what things you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Jesus says when you pray that you're to believe you receive. See, we're not just going through some ritual. We actually believe when we pray. Believe you receive, and he says you will have them. It's real important that you believe you receive. Now, you don't see it yet when you pray. You don't have a hold of it yet when you pray. But you believe you receive, and he says, and you will have them. Now, if the Lord answers your prayer, wouldn't it be awful to just not even thank God for the answered prayer? I mean, if God does a miracle, He works this out, He does something in this relationship, whatever it might be, you get the new job, wouldn't it be awful to just not even bother to thank God? And here's the thing. You see, when we pray, if we really believe that God is taking care of it, If we believe that we receive, then we would thank God for it. Give Him the thanks. And I want to tell you that a lot of the time, God works things out. He does things a different way. I mean, He sees the big big picture and He works all things together for our good. But I'm just telling you, see, we need to pray with thanksgiving because we really trust, we really believe that God is taking care of it. You know, Jesus gives us, there's an example of this about Jesus in the Scripture when Jesus is going to raise Lazarus from the dead. He goes to the tomb of Lazarus, and before he calls him out of the grave, he's just going to say, Lazarus, come forth! But before he calls him out of the grave, he says, Father, I thank you that you have already heard me. He had already prayed about it. He knew that it was a done deal. And he says, I thank you, Father, that you have already heard me. You see, we need to have that kind of confidence when we pray that we can just thank the Lord. I know you've already heard me. I know that it's done. You turned it over to the Lord. That you know that your prayer has been heard. You present it to Him. You turn it over to Him. You trust Him. You leave it with Him. I'm telling you, then the peace of God comes. When you're anxious or worried, you need to pray. And when you pray, and sometimes this is the way this works a whole lot in our religious culture today, is, okay, I prayed, and now I'm still worried. I'm still anxious. 
Nothing happened. I'm still stressed about it. You need to pray some more. Oh, no, no, no. We, we like instant. You know, just a quick prayer. And that's why a lot of people don't have peace. Now, I want you to understand something. Jesus said, you will not be heard by your many words. We're not twisting God's arm. We're not, you know, if we pray long enough, we'll earn a, earn a miracle. No, that's not right at all. God can answer your prayer. A one-word prayer, God can answer it when that one-word prayer was prayed in faith. But here's the thing. A lot of the time, we have to pray for a while before we get to the place where we're really turning it over to Him. And when you get up from prayer and you're still anxious and stressed, I want to tell you something, you haven't really given it to God yet. You got to get to the place where from your heart you have turned it over and you're free from it. I'm telling you, then the peace of God that passes understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. And sometimes it's going to take you a little while because we got this prayer deficit. No, we need to pray through until the peace comes. Well, how long you got to pray? Until the peace comes. Until the peace comes. And when the peace comes, it will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. Back to verse 7. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart, your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. It passes understanding. It doesn't make sense. You prayed, but nothing has changed yet except that you have the peace of God. Does it make sense? The problem is still there, but you have the peace of God. You can't figure it out. You don't know how God can do it. And yet you have the peace of God. It passes understanding. You see, in our finite minds, there's no way that we can have it all figured out, but we know that our God does. And we trust Him. We have that peace that passes understanding. You know, a lot of times when we are anxious and stressed, worried, we have these thoughts that come at us and you know, it can just become a constant thing where we're thinking negative thoughts and even not just about things that have happened in the past or what's going on right now, but a lot of the time we're stressed and worried and anxious about what might happen or what we think is going to happen down the road. It hasn't even happened yet. And I just want you to understand, you see, when you really pray through and you get the peace of God, that peace can guard your heart and your mind. And that those things come against you and people will say negative things to you, but you can say, no, I've already turned that to the, over to the Lord. I got the peace of God and I'm not taking that back. I'm not going to allow that to get on me again. I've already got the peace of God and it will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. I know whenever you talk about a peace that passes understanding. That understanding, it reminds me of Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not 
on your own understanding. And you see, this is what this really boils down to is, can we really trust Him with what we're facing and what's going on? Can we trust Him? Yes, He's trustworthy. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. You're not going to figure it all out, you know. Just need to trust the Lord and just receive the peace that He has for you. That's your part is to pray and to trust Him. He does the rest. Receive that peace. I want you to stand with me. I'd like for our prayer partners to come.